Hey folks, here we are. It's Friday the 12th of November. I'm Tom Young and we're here for AnchorFM.com podcast named Money Shifts and my Facebook live program of financial education called the Family Money Farm Group. So we broadcast this all over the internet and literally I have followers from around the world. This is a common sense approach to our finances. With all of the problems that face us every day, with the debt of of the U.S. government, the Federal Reserve, the $30 trillion of debt, the $157 trillion of unfunded liability, it will be impossible to pay those obligations. So if paying them is an impossibility, then that leaves a whole multitude of possible solutions. With all of those solutions, I don't want to predict them in any way, shape or form, but I know that it is of maximum importance to have as much money, have the most capital, the access to as much capital as I can create. And in order to do that, I have to limit my losses. So the philosophy in my approach to the financial world is about avoiding losses and not chasing interest rates because the higher the interest rate you're chasing, more than likely the higher the risk is involved with what you're chasing. We start every program every day with prayers for everybody around the world. We pray to the Lord this day that he would take us into his arms, that he would give us courage to confront the things that we have to confront, the conviction to stick to it and get it done in our lives, the compassion to be helpful to everybody. As our prayers go out for everybody around the world that has been affected in some way by this China virus, that was released from Wuhan lab in China. So we need to know that is done. We can't go back and put the genie back in the bottle or any of that, but it has literally affected people around the world. And there have been millions of people that have died at this point in time from this virus that is out there. We pray for everyone. Our heartfelt prayers go out. We also pray for those who have lost loved ones during this period of time. And we pray for those loved ones who have been lost, that the Lord would open his arms and gather them into his kingdom of heaven above. In Jesus' name we pray every day. I always like to start every day. What am I grateful for today? having your coffee this morning at breakfast or whatever your morning ritual is, take a couple of minutes and a piece of paper and a pencil or a pen and write down three things that you are truly grateful for in your life. No matter what our circumstances, no matter what they are, no matter where we are in the world, we have to look at our day and our life and look for the things that we can truly be grateful for. Because no matter what our circumstances, it could be worse. 
You know, it's like the person that complained because they didn't have any shoes until they met a person that didn't have any feet. You get the idea? So we all need to have a grateful attitude in our lives. With that being said, we have another quote for today. And we're still doing quotes from Ronnie Reagan, former president of the United States. Peace is not the absence of conflict. It is the ability to handle conflict by peaceful means. That's interesting. Peace is not the absence of conflict. Peace It is the ability to handle conflict by peaceful means. Ronald Reagan was a great man in our society. He was a former actor (laughs) that became president. And in his memoirs that I read, he talked about in 1952, He made a movie called Bonzo Goes to Washington, and it was about a monkey thing. It was a comedy, uh, comedy movie. But he was the first actor ever to make a million dollars for a movie. When he went to get his check for his payment, the tax rate at that time was 90%. So when he went to get his paycheck, they withheld $900,000 from his paycheck. He said that was the day that he changed his political affiliation from one party that was more liberal to the more conservative party. Won't get into politics here today. But the point being is we are sitting here today in all the governments of the world have borrowed money, they have had money printed and they borrowed it beyond their ability to pay it back. So there is a great reset coming. What it's going to look like, I have no idea. All I know is we need to hang on to the maximum amount of our money that we can. In our recap, one of the biggest losing places is mortgages. Over the next several weeks, every week on Wednesday, I'm going to use calculators and I'm going to prove to you the truth that is not being told to you by those that you are seeking advice from. So many times the advice that we get is tainted because of the person's desire to make money off of you or fees or some kind of remuneration that they're looking for. So that means that the advice that they give us sometimes is very tainted. I'm not saying they're good or bad people. We all have to make a living. I'm just trying to provide a mathematical proof of the right choose. Yeah, choose. The right choice that you should make when making these financial decisions. And mortgages are one of the biggest decisions that we make in our lives. Next week, we're going to talk about 401k and pension plans and saving money by saving it before tax. So we're going to talk about that next week. That's the next week's show. 
But just to recap this week, we talked about a $400,000 mortgage. And the $400,000 mortgage was going to be at 4%. We looked at a 15-year mortgage and a 30-year mortgage. And, and when I look at that between the two of them, isn't it interesting when I look at that, I see interest, a 15-year mortgage is going to be less interest than a 30-year mortgage. That would be great if that was the only calculation in this macroeconomic world of finance that we live in, but it is not. There are other things that have to be taken into consideration when looking at the cost of these two mortgages. We used 4% as a net savings rate, and we used a 28% tax bracket, which is federal, state, whatever taxes, we all pay more than one kind of tax on our income. So if I take the interest out, the tax savings out, and I make those zero, and I'm just going to go back to what I was looking at. So on both sides of the equation, I'm going to take them out. And now that tells me that the interest on one on the 15-year mortgage would be 532,575 and the interest on the 30-year mortgage would be 687,000. Well, gee, that's about $155,000 more in interest on a 30-year mortgage. So obviously the choice would be the 15-year mortgage. However, we have to look at the opportunity cost of the money. And if I plug in a 4% savings rate, and I'm gonna make it just around it to a 30% tax bracket, and I do the same on both sides, 4% and 30%. So now I look at this and I say, okay, with the tax deductions and, and the deductibility of interest on the mortgage, the 30-year mortgage is now has a cost of 1,133,338 and the 15-year is 1,217,000. So there is about $85,000 more expense with the 15-year mortgage versus the 30-year mortgage. And then the other side of that is looking at the time value of money based on inflation. Because a dollar today using 3% inflation, a dollar today in 25 years is only going to be worth 47 cents. So. The banks are promoting you to have a 15-year mortgage because they say, look at all the interest you're going to save. But in reality, you're giving them more money faster and the dollars you possess today are more valuable than the dollars you're going to have tomorrow. So if I'm making a payment, I would rather pay less today than more today because the dollars that I'm giving up are more valuable to me today than they will be in the future. So if I stretch out my payments over this 30 year period of time that are fixed and never gonna change, the benefit 
of that reducing value. And now I've got a payment of 1909 in the 30-year mortgage instead of the 2858, 2958 payment for the 15-year mortgage. So that 1909 in the 30th year only has a value of about $725. Isn't that interesting? So there's the numbers. We talked about this on Wednesday. You need to come back next week because we are going to tear into retirement planning. We're going to look at 401ks and what is the real benefit that you get by putting money in a 401k. So if you decide not to put in a 401k, that does not mean that you don't have to save money. You still have to develop the habit and the discipline of saving money. If I don't put it in the 401k, I've got to put it somewhere else. We'll talk about some of those options and opportunities next week. But basically this week, and that this video, you can go back and look at it. It was uh, episode 382. So you can find it. It's on YouTube. It's on Facebook. It's in the Family Money Farm Group. So all the math was out there. Get my new book, The Family Money Farm, The CFO Project. If you go up here, right there it is. Go to cfo-project.com. Put your name and email address in. You will get an email with a link in it and a full download cover to cover of my book, The Family Money Farm, The CFO Project. You can also go to Amazon or Barnes and Nobles or any of the big booksellers and buy the book. Now, when you go to cfo-project.com, I'm going to include a second book. It's an ebook called Financial Mastery Coaching Blueprint that takes what I'm teaching you and sets it out. What do I have to do today, Tom? What do I have to do this week, Tom? What do I have to do this month? And there are some worksheets included. They're about inventory of assets so that someday when we all pass away, you get to die at least once in a lifetime. When your children have to pick up the pieces, there's a document there that you have told them where everything is. Works very smooth that way. So it's a big benefit to get this other book. So go to CFO-Project.com, download that book, and we will send you a second link to download Financial Mastery Coaching Blueprint. God bless you, and we will see you here on Monday. Have a wonderful, great weekend. God bless.